Good evening. This is evening prayer for March 7th, 2020. Our readings for this evening are Psalm 138 verses, I'm sorry, all of Psalm 138, Psalm 139 verses 1 through 17, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verses 23 through chapter 3, verse 6. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before her. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O God, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Now, as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, We sing your praises, O God, Creator, Word incarnate, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 138 I give you thanks, O God, with my whole heart. Before the gods I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted your name and your word above everything. On the day I called, you answered me. You increased my strength of soul. All the rulers of the earth shall praise you, O God. For they have heard the words of your mouth. They shall sing of the ways of God, for great is the glory of God. For though God is high, God regards the lowly. But the haughty, God perceives from far away. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve me against the wrath of my enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand delivers me. God will fulfill God's purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O God, endures forever. O God, you have Psalm 139. O God, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. 
You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O God, you know it completely. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the, ni- and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, that I know very w- that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God. For God has looked with favor on God's creation. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is God's name. God has mercy on those who fear God in every generation. God has shown the strength of her arm. She has scattered the proud in their conceit. She has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. She has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich she has sent away empty. She has come to the help of her servant Israel, for she has remembered her promise of mercy, the promise she made to her forebears, to Abraham and Sarah and their children forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, gracious Christ. Mark chapter 2, verse 23, through chapter 3, verse 6. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, 
And as they made their way, his disciples began to, pluck, began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God, when Abiathar was high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and he gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for humankind, and not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is God, even of the Sabbath. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there who had a withered hand. They watched him to see whether he would cure him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. He looked around them he looked around at them with anger. He was grieved at their hardness of heart, and he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately conspired with the Herodians against him how to destroy him. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, gracious Christ. We believe in God the One, the Father, Mother, Mild, the Nurturer, the Teacher, Kind, cradling their cosmic child. O we believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of pure love, who in our human hearts enshrined sheds kindness from above. O we embrace the holy breath, the Spirit, wind, and fire, who strengthens us with grace and power to follow love's desire. O we believe in God who's one, creative passion and redeeming love and living well of kindliness. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O God that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O God, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O God, that there may be peace to your church and to the whole world. We entreat you, O God, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O God, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of St. Mark, 
St. John, St. Michael, and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O God. O God, the source of eternal light, shed forth your unending day upon us who watch for you, that our lips may praise you, our lives may bless you, and our worship on the morrow give you glory. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O God, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your Son. Amen. Almighty God, the giver of all good gifts, in your divine providence you have appointed various orders in your church. Give your grace, we humbly pray, to all who are called to any office and ministry for your people, and so fill them with the truth of your doctrine, and clothe them with the holiness of life, that they may faithfully serve before you, to the glory of your great name and for the benefit of your holy church. Through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you led your holy apostles to ordain ministers in every place. Grant that your church, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, may choose suitable persons for the ministry of word and sacrament, and may uphold them in their work for the extension of your kingdom, through the one who is the shepherd and bishop of our souls, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, Receive our supplications and prayers, which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our ruler and Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weaknesses of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. 
pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. God, we enter into prayer now on behalf of all of those who are hurting and suffering, that they may turn their faces, their energy, and their action towards you and find comfort, solace, redemption, restoration, and love in you, dear God. We pray your protection. We encircle ourselves and our families with the protection of the Holy Trinity that no harm may come to us, that we may dwell in your love. Look with mercy, O God, on all whose increasing years bring them weakness, distress, or isolation. Provide for them homes of dignity and peace. Give them understanding helpers and the willingness to accept help. And as their strength diminishes, increase their faith and their assurance of your love. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. O oh God, whose parental care reaches to the uttermost parts of the earth. We humbly beseech thee graciously to behold and bless those whom we love, now absent from us. Defend them from all dangers of soul and body, and grant that, and grant that both they and we, drawing nearer to thee, may be bound together by thy love in the communion of thy Holy Spirit, and in the fellowship of thy saints, through Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to the Creator. Grant Jacob and all your beloved children, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided Trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. God, the strength of the weak and the comfort of those who suffer, hear our prayers and grant our beloved sister and all your children the power of your grace that their sickness may be turned into health, that their woundedness may be turned into healing, and our sorrow into joy, for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Strengthen your beloveds, O God, to go where we have to go and bear what we have to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, and technicians, we may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart through Jesus Christ, our Savior. 
Amen. Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people, but in Jesus bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love, bring healing and strength to us. And by your justice, lift us up, that in the bodies you have given us we may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Gracious Christ, you came into the world as one of us and suffered as we do. As we go through the trials of life, help us to realize that you are with us at all times and in all things, that we have no secrets from you, and that your loving grace enfolds us for eternity. In the security of your embrace, we pray. Amen. Let's talk briefly about our readings. Psalm 138, I feel almost as if we can just take it face value this evening. I love the imagery of the last few verses. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve me. You stretch out your hand, your right hand delivers me. And I, I picture myself literally walking through I shouldn't say literally, but walking through like a crowd of people grabbing me. It's like superimposed on walking through a minefield. And yet God reaches down, both down and back, and holds my hand and guides me through. And just none of it touches me. Like if you've ever um, been walking through a crowd and you've, you've got someone dear to you, whether it's an adult or a child with you, and you're, you're holding hands tightly so that you don't get parted from each other and one of you is in front and kind of leading the other through. And that's the way I picture God guiding us through. And I know that's not right hand delivering is, is something, is different symbology there, but in the context of the psalmist. But that's, that's the context I'm reading it in today, that God is guiding me through and that I can be comforted and have no fear because God will fulfill God's purpose for me. God's steadfast love for me endures forever. It reminds me of something I was reading in reading Anamkara, a book on Celtic spirituality. And it talks about like, maybe I should just read you the passage. Hang on, let me get it out. Okay, so this is Anamkara, a book of Celtic wisdom written by John O'Donohue. And this is page 83. To be born is to be chosen. No one is here by accident. Each one of us was sent here for a special destiny. When a fact is treated in a spiritual way, its deeper meaning often emerges. When you consider the moment of conception, there are endless possibilities. Yet, in most cases, only one child is conceived. This seems to suggest that a certain selectivity is already at work. This selectivity intimates a sheltering providence that dreamed you, created you, and always minds you. 
You were not consulted on the major factors that shaped your destiny. When you were to be born, where you were to be born, where you would be born, and to whom you would be born. Imagine the difference it would have made to your life had you been born into the house next door. Your identity was not offered for your choosing. In other words, a special destiny was prepared for you. But you were also given freedom and creativity to go beyond the given, to make a new set of relationships and to forge an ever new identity, inclusive of the old but not limited to it. This is the secret pulse of growth, which is quietly at work behind the outer facade of your life. Destiny sets the outer frame of experience in life. Freedom finds and fills its inner form. For millions of years before you arrived here, the dream of your individuality was carefully prepared. You were sent, you were sent to a shape of destiny in which you would be able to express the special gift you bring to the world. And it goes on. Um, it's definitely worth reading, for sure. Um, but in the context, it, it, you know, having just read that yesterday, and then uh, that's kind of why the the psalm spoke to that context that that God's purpose for us will not be thwarted, um, but we will be fulfilled, and and we have been created especially for that. The last. Um, verses that we read, we didn't read all of Psalm 39, but the last verses that we read speak to that too, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God made us and knew us and wove us together, and that in God's book are written all the days, even all of our days, even when none of them yet existed. And I think we can hold both of these things together we can hold both that we have free will and also that we have this beautiful destiny and I think that the way that pattern works itself out the way the rhythm works itself out is developing into the picture before our eyes um and sometimes it's hard to see it because we're up really close to it. But sometimes God gives us a glimpse where we can see it, it the pattern coming together to make, make the greater picture, if that kind of makes sense. Because we're both creating our own story. In this case, I'm, I'm talking about it visually, so visual, visual story maybe or our own painting, um, and we're also creating this work of art with others, so we're at once, like I think of mosaics, Madeline was saying something about that the other day, that we are at once a unique piece that's absolutely needed to make the whole picture in a, in a mosaic uh, with others, right? And then also, we are making our own story. We are both unique individual individuals and also contributors co-conspirators I like to say with others and I don't think that we have to give up our individuality I think we get to keep all of the best parts of our individuality yes. 
when we come together as a community. I think we are, we are both and. We are both individuals and we are also communal. And I think that that's the way God made us. But that's just what I think. Let's talk about our gospel reading now. I think that it's pretty well summed up here in verse 27. The Sabbath was made for humankind and not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Sabbath is intended to be helpful to us. The day of rest is supposed to bring us closer to God, right? That's what it's all about, consolation, bringing us closer to God. And when it's abused or made punitive it no longer serves its purpose it no longer serves us like it's supposed to and I think anything can be taken this way you know whether it's the sabbath and the day of rest or um, you know rule of life or setting aside specific time for prayer or eating certain things any of the rules, guidelines, whatever you want to call them, when abused, have the opposite effect. And that's why I think the spirit, the intent, is so very important. And to unwind and think back, and discern with the help of the Holy Spirit, or discern with the discernment of the Holy Spirit, however you want to think about that, why the rule is there. What purpose is it intended to serve? How is it intended to serve us? And if that's not what you're using it for, then it's being misused, and it needs to be redeemed and restored. Um, I think sometimes we lose sight of the why, right? And definitely the Pharisees had done that. And the fact that they were watching miracles, not with an eye to see the miracle, but with an eye to accuse, is just the human epitome of misusing Misusing our senses, just missing the point, all of those things. So let us not be Pharisees. You've probably said that a bunch of times, right? Or thought that a bunch of times. Let us see God's wonder and God's miracles and be glad for them. Let us be part of the miracle. Let us join in. God, help our, help our intent to never be accusation. But to always be healing and edification. Root us in faith and love, O oh God. I think that's all I have to say tonight. I'm sorry if it's a little disjointed. I'm tired. I did a lot of running around today. It was good stuff, but I find myself by by this time tired and ready. Who am I kidding? Like an hour ago, I was tired and ready for bed. <laughs> 
Um, let's say together the came prayer that we've been so enjoying lately, or at least I have. I hope you are too. And then let's wrap this up and get some rest, friends, and have a beautiful Sabbath day tomorrow. Circle of love, open our hearts. Circle of wisdom, enlighten our minds. Circle of trust, protect our paths. Circle of healing, grant us new life. The God of the elements guarding, the loving Christ guarding, the Holy Spirit's guarding, be cherishing us, be aiding us. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.